What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack for details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy, and I am gay. That's all. <laughs> You are, you have just gone live with love life and all things weird, emphasis on weird today. We just thought maybe we haven't been weird enough as of late. <laughs> I really do like that version of the song. You, you yeah. really, I don't, I don't think you ever actually sing it any differently. Um, it's always, you know, and you are gay. Well, actually, no. The one version is that you make me gay. Oh, yeah, Never. yeah, that's true. Uh -huh. And you were telling me that that there was no ownership in that. So, like, I so I changed it. I thought you'd be happy because I changed it to, and I am gay. I did and not I blame gay. you. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I cannot be held responsible for your gayness, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I have no idea why we're talking about that in this moment and you're singing I Am Sunshine songs because it's really not, it doesn't have anything to do with our topic. But hey, uh -huh. you know, apparently uh -huh. we're random. Do you we're know what? Today. I right. absolutely think it does have to do with our topic. Oh, no. Really? I yeah. can't even wait to hear how. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, like, not to be, spoiler alert, but we're going to be talking about frequencies today. And ah. singing creates a frequency and sunshine is a frequency. So don't say it's not about the show. <laughs> okay. I want to read our copy because we were actually creating our copy for the show when we were in Huntington Beach. And after we created it, it was a really fun process. We were at a coffee shop creating it. And then we were like, oh, my gosh, that's actually really good. So I want to read it. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. It. And and I'm not we, and we, your permission. Okay, and we have a caller, just so you know. Oh, I know we do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so a typical business coach would tell you to set your money goal for the year and strive to achieve it. But what if your six-figure income goal is robbing you of your true riches? Did you know the original etymology of the word goal is actually gel? What if all your goal setting is a way to keep you imprisoned in your limitations? What if your life and living is asking for so much more. Could your money goals actually be creating limitation in your life instead of possibility and opportunity? Join us as we go beyond money goals into a whole new way of being with money that leads to a deeper sense of well-being and prosperity. Woo! I, I think that's some of our best yet. <laughs> well, it's because we're at the ocean, babes. I know. It's uh -huh. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for shizzle. Well, what do you so think? Do we I think our caller. 
Yeah, I wonder if the caller's going to be on topic. So, like, I think we should take the caller first and then go into our stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Bring her on. Bring her in. <laughs> Hello, Becky. Hey, guys. I'm at the gym again. I'm trying to find a quiet corner. <laughs> this is awesome. What's the name of hey. your gym? Well, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's the community gym. Okay. So I, just, I was just thinking it's like, okay, Weird On Air is going live in Edmonton, Alberta at the community gym. Okay, okay go. Okay, well. Weird on Air is going live at the Dow Centennial Center in Fort Saskatchewan, because that's where I live, not Edmonton. Oh, yes. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but we're in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and this is always my gym time, so that's why you get me. Get me on. Cool. Okay, well, hey, I, I'm uh, um excited about your topic i was listening to the topic i wasn't actually sure what the topic was going to be today and then you put all that pressure on me like i wonder if our caller is going to be on topic (laughs) (laughs) we don't have any prereqs for that though becky as you know (laughs) we will go anywhere nothing too weird we're going we go there Mm -hmm. yeah okay well um hey well after last week's show which I I uh, listened to but didn't talk to you live from the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and you had us do that little little uh, walkthrough or visualization, right? And mm-hmm. what was the energy of what you wanted 2016 to be like? And mm-hmm. I really saw myself like just being so free to be in choice like every minute of every day where I just could do this or not do that and just go here or not go there or you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. was that was the the real feeling that I had attached to during that visualization and so I've been kind of been mulling that over and wondering what the heck is that like can that be real life where where you actually get to live like that Mm. Well, I guess that's my question. And that might even be on topic. (laughs) I'll make it on topic. I know I can do it. I just made my sunshine song on topic. (laughs) Ah, So I would love to, like, uh, chime in with that. And then, Suzanne, if you've got uh, something that you want to bring into. um, I actually, to me, the answer to that is yes. Now, what I suspect and what I feel is that it takes practice. Because we're so used to living in a computational world. And actually, computational world is something that's going to be on topic today. And how it sort of gets in the way of really living from our being. And our being, um, the thing about it is, is that it's like, uh, you know, in Access, they talk about uh, living in 10-second increments, like, oh, and every 10 seconds, you have a possibility of choosing again. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to choose something different every 10 seconds, but that you are at choice in every moment, and that if you can follow and you start to read what feels light to you, that abso- not only could you live like that, but it could be, like, 
stunning. And I would say that I've had days where I feel like that, and I would call that synchronicity. Have you ever had a day that felt like, oh my gosh, like how did all of that happen? Isn't that cool? And if you look at the, if you look at synchronicity, uh, for me at least, when I look at it, it is when I have been playing in that choice world of, oh, I want to go here. Oh, let's stop at the coffee shop. Oh, like, look at that book. I want to see what that is. Or like, and everything just starts coming into being because when we're doing that, then we're at play with molecules in the universe. Now, I wouldn't say that I live there every day, but I know that it's possible. And I know that we get entrained to the causal reality. And what I mean by that is that computational reality. Like, oh, well, you have to do this to get this. And if you want to change this, you've got to do this, this, and this. And, oh, by the way, that's going to be on topic, too. And, like, we can, we can sometimes find ourselves, because almost everybody around us lives that way, so it's like we can kind of get in that algorithm or that construct of that computational reality. And then when we do that, we actually leave that choice universe and begin going through the motions. And so what I would say is, yes, that's absolutely possible. And um, I think that it's something that we have to practice because we're so used to not living in that choice world. We're used to going along with the rules for how you're supposed to create in this reality. Right. But aren't there some things that you just have to, like, can you look? Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Does someone know how to make so the Mac doesn't do that? <laughs> I have not been able to figure that out yet. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Yeah, aren't there some things you have to do, like, in order to get through or to, you know, to make your life okay or to have money or keep your car or, you know what I mean? So let me, me, just for a moment, just from energy place, Becky, I'm going to throw your Mm -hmm. question back to you, okay? And I just want you to feel the energy. Is there stuff you have to do to make sure everything is okay? Does that feel light or heavy? Heavy. Yeah. So there's some lies in there, right? So all the lies you've bought about what you have to do to make things okay, will you uncreate and destroy that place? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond, and all the causal incarcerations, incarnations, inculcations that you have running that everywhere you've trained to that, um, just so that you can fit in in this reality. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And I know you know this. I'm not going to really explain it, but let's do a couple one, two, three, four, fives while you're on the treadmill. One, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. And what I would say is that, like, for you, every time that sort of creeps in, most aren't there things you have to do? Like to do some one, two, three, four, fives. Number one, if that voice is coming in and it's called and you're talking to yourself in second person, that ain't you. <laughs> That's not your belief. That's something that you bought from somebody else. So why else would you talk to yourself in second person? And and when you ask the question, you did ask it from second person. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't you have to? Well, who's the you here? Okay. Right? And so, yeah. like, go. Was that Uh-oh. you, Suzanne? No? Okay. So, um, yeah. So, okay. So, is this yours? Oh, no. No. Awesome. <laughs> no. Okay. So, everywhere you bought it is yours. Everywhere that you are have gone on tour, got the T-shirts, the coffee mugs uh, for this one and bought it, hook, line, and sinker, can you now uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pock, all nine, boys, short, semi on, and would you now return it to sender with full consciousness attached? Attached. Yes. Ah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to jump in here because um, what I find is, yeah, there are things that, um, quote, you know, I have to do. Like this morning, I, you know, I wake up every morning at the ungodly hour of 6.45 a.m. to take my daughter to the bus stop, right? And it's cold and rainy and, you know, and my normal waking hour, if it were my choice, would, well, well like, and, and that's the point, right, is that I think I don't have a choice. And so I go into I have to and I go into like this kind of drudgery energy sometimes and then um and then this morning it was super funny cuz i actually was in that place and i'm dropping her off and i say to her oh madeline you know like it is so hard sometimes getting up this early to take you i'm like there's just some part of me that wants you to walk to the bus stop and it's like raining like crazy and she goes mom would you really want me to walk to the bus stop in this weather and i was like actually no I'm like, that's actually not true. I'm like, that is why I get up is because I don't want you to walk in this weather because I really care about you. And because even though sometimes it feels really sucky, I actually really like seeing you in the morning. And so it brought me back to my choice around it. It brought me back to it's not a have to. And I think that's where we get in trouble sometimes in our life is when we go into that place of I don't have a choice or I'm the victim of or I'm at the effect of or I don't really want to do this, I wish I could be free, when in actuality everything is a choice and it's all about how we're looking at it. So it changed my um, my opinion and my point of view in that moment so that I wasn't at the effect of, I was actually in my true and authentic choice. And I think that's an important part of this process is there's going to be all kinds of things that, you know, isn't going to be like, you know, tiptoeing through the roses but what is our attitude towards it and are we at are we a victim to our lives or are we actually at choice so for me that's what helps me actually stay in flow and stay in rhythm and stay in happiness about even the you know mundane things sometimes about our lives you know cleaning dishes and um, laundry and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of how I um, how I remember that I'm a choice and how I can actually stay in flow. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, I remember a time in my life when I thought I am not going to wash one dish or cook one meal or do even a load of laundry until I feel like it's something I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't cook any meals for a long time. And then one day I thought, hey, wouldn't it be nice to have a really nice supper and 
and then I I was able to cook it and feel really good about it. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Thanks for calling at the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We always love okay. our treadmill talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Becky. Beautiful. So, and I think we should really bring this back to the topic of money since we're talking about money today, Mm -hmm. you know, because absolutely, like, money is one of those things that is required in this reality. And so how many of us get to that place of, like, oh, I have to pay the rent or I have to make this amount of money or this bill is coming in. And and so we end up in that same kind of idea of, oh, if I was – you know, if I had a million dollars and I wouldn't be doing this and I could finally feel free and, and instead I'm in the rat race of trying to pay the bills and trying to make money and trading my work for money. And so there's this place that we go into a huge amount of we're at the effect of and we're victim to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in fact, anything that you feel like you are a victim to you will have no choice around. So basically going into the the universe called victim actually is a no choice universe. Mhm. Yeah. And and everything everywhere that you are actually in a no choice universe, that's where you're going to feel stuck. So any area of life you feel stuck, there's some place where you're coming from I have to or there's no choice. And, like, even with really simple things, like, people, like, say, oh, hey, I'm a vegetarian, right? Well, that's that's actually no-choice universe. You've decided this is how it is, this is how it's always going to be, rather than, oh, my body prefers no meat, and moment to moment, I'm going to check in, and I'm going to choose what my body wants. And... um I was listening to a call the other day. The woman was talking about, yeah, she goes, I I chose vegetarian for almost 20 years. And then one day my body was like, I want meat. It's <laughs> like, okay, I will get you some meat, you know. And so there, like, there's, and money is especially one of those places where we, we have embodied a no-choice universe. And there's there's some conversations happening in the chat room about uh, choice and, and all of that. And and something I want to talk about, because um, somebody said, like, the consequences of choice. And I actually don't believe there are consequences. What I believe is that choice creates awareness. And then from that place, from awareness, then we go, okay, cool. That's what that choice created. Now what? Right? And so uh, it's when I play the choice game, I'm in the now what game. What's next? Right. And if I come to a conclusion, oh, this choice brought this thing and then I judge it, I judge what that choice brought. Then I move into the consequence world. Mm -hmm. So choice plus judgment equals consequence. Mm -hmm. Choice uh, plus curiosity just equals awareness and Mm -hmm. then an opportunity to make a different choice. So everywhere Mm -hmm. that you're living in a no choice universe, right? Um, I am doing it this way, right? Um, or I can't do it this way. Will you uncreate and destroy, please? Yes. And everywhere you've made it more vital to control your universe rather than choose your universe, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. 
ah, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. And so that that also is part of where that have to comes from, right? Is that I want to control something. I want to make sure I get that six figures. I want to make sure I lose that 20 pounds. And then we go into a control universe rather than a choice universe. And that I think that kind of sets up our, our six-figure jail cell topic for after our break. What do you think, babes? Yep. Let's go on break. Right. Let's do it. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. And you are speaking, we are speaking to you, and you are listening to... <laughs> To Suzanne and Megan, and we are talking, we're just barely actually getting really directly into our topic about money and about um, 
goals with money and what it really means to kind of actually kind of cement ourselves or box ourselves in with our money goals. So that's really the topic that we're talking about today. And it's a little edgy. It's bringing up, actually in our chat room, there's been a lot of really cool stuff about a lot of different topics. But, um, you know, we kind of like to push some buttons and get people really thinking differently about things. I don't know. I think we're, we have that in common, babe. <laughs> I used to think you were the button pusher, but I realized I kind of like it too. Oh, yeah. You love it. Mm-hmm. You love yeah. it. Yeah. Because who, I mean, out in, especially in the business world, right, with like um, the entrepreneurial world, world, and there's always, the, there's it's kind of a buzzword about, you know, create your six-figure income. Like, I don't know how many emails I get, and I know you get a ton, Megan, about, like, you know, create your six-figure online business, create your six-figure healing business, create your six-figure coaching business. You know, come uh, sign up for this so that you can create six figures. Like, it's it's all over the place. It's like a total buzzword. And so, and, you know, who who doesn't want a six-figure income and beyond? There's hardly anybody in the world that I know of that you would ask, do you have enough money? And they would say yes. Um, so it, it gets really, uh, you know, people get really hooked into it that way. But talk about it, babe, about what that kind of the energetics of that. Yeah. Um, so because people have so much on money, right? Um, and there's so because there's this now really emerging collective energy on like six figure incomes, right? It's like, that's the goal. Six figure this, six figure that. And it's like, when we enter the pool, oh, I, I want that too. Well, number one, like, what is it that you really want with money, right? But then we enter that collective consciousness around it, which has this kind of drippy stuff around, well, this is going to give me the esteem I never had as a kid. And this is going to give me, this is, I, this is going to be my proof that I have made it quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, there's a right way and a wrong way, and comparison energy is really a lot Mm -hmm. in that sort of that field. And um, it's kind of like... A lot uh-huh. of competition, right? Like, oh, well, I've made my six figures, have you? You know, so there's a lot of conclusion and competition and a lot of judgment in that. And that's why it actually just feels very heavy a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And it's so the thing that I could kind of compare it to is marriage, Right. Is that as soon as we say I do, we sort of enter we sort of enter the collective poo. (laughs) I made that rhyme. As soon as we say let me say that again. As soon as we say I do, we enter the collective poo. That's beautiful. Because, you know, for thousands of years, there has been this thing around marriage is ownership. Marriage is survival. You know, uh, marriage is all these things. And it's like we, we, we think we're getting married because, I, oh, I love you. And really, we're stepping into this kind of collective consciousness energy. Now, you can do that. That's not, Please don't hear that that's wrong. But be aware that when you do that, you're entering into a collective. And something, I mean, I've been working with couples for, 
gosh, holy crap, like 18 years probably now. And one of the things that I have seen like consistently, as soon as somebody gets like either engaged to be married or they actually get married, like this whole honeymoon phase goes clunk and they're in it, man. And it's like, I swear she was different the day before the wedding, you know, and it's like, um, yeah, she was because as soon as she said, I do, she stepped into what her mother's marriage and her grandmother's marriage and the collective marriage. And the same is true on this whole six figure thing is like you're kind of stepping into this collective soup where there's all this stuff that actually isn't what you're looking for potentially, right? When we when we say we want money, we're actually looking for something, right? We're looking for what? What is money to you? So I'll say, go ahead, hon. <laughs> I thought you were actually asking me. <laughs> I was, but then I thought of something. But you go now. <laughs> you have to say it's a rhetorical question when it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really wanted you to answer. But then I wanted yeah. to answer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's interesting because I started really recognizing that um, that money was something was just a tool for me to get somewhere and to feel something, and um, and that was probably you know seven or eight years ago. But I actually did this whole um, process um, like five years ago, and I found it. It, it was called, it was like a money manifesting class that I took and um and at that time when I really like looked at my life and what did I want money to give me it was really passion like I wanted to feel passionate about my life and I wanted to feel flowy in my life and so I I actually wrote down like I I want to create passion and flow that's what money is to me right now and um and in writing that down um it was kind of like an energetic address that i was putting out to the universe of like hey universe i want to feel this way and um and so what i did is i wrote down a whole list i had like 20 um a 20 like ways so that i could actually create passion and flow on a day-to-day basis Um, because if I am being that energy and money is that energy for me, then there's no way that I can't actually create money by feeling more passion and flow. And so I actually did this whole process in a a six-week course where uh, I strategically took new action and new ways of being. Um, And some of them were like, I wanted to wear flowy and passionate clothes. I wanted to um, flow with my emotions. I, um, I wanted to compliment someone with a lot of energy and passion. And so there's a whole list of things that I could do every day to actually infuse that energy. So that was then. Today, my money, when I think about creating a lot of money, um, like for me, it's like I equate having a lot of money with impact and with creating consciousness in the world. And so for me, it's like more of, it's not so much about my own individual life, 
um, and the, you know, and the comforts of my life, although I love that, it's more like I want a lot of money to create impact and to feel impactful. And so my, my, my word has changed. And now I get to create impact daily, create impact in every exchange that I have, whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's, you know, my, whoever, right, in my life, whether it's a long-term uh, relationship or just short in those moments. Um, so I, I, that's my new change and my new way of being and my new kind of uh, intention and energetic address for money. So I know that was a very long answer, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. So, um, I want to play with like, so for me, money has been about freedom, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, as long as I think that six figures is going to take me to freedom, I'm in trouble. Because actually, what I'm saying is, hey, I'm not a free being. I'm not at choice here. And, mm -hmm. but if I make enough money, then I will be at choice. Right. So mm -hmm. That's where that six figure income has a jail cell aspect to it. Because mm -hmm. what I see over and over again is that people, they'll go to these programs, they'll go hire the, you know, these high-end coaches, and they'll even achieve that six-figure goal, but they actually have less freedom than before, mm -hmm. you know, because the methodology was work your freaking ass off, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, you know, to get this kind of an outcome. And so... The first thing you got to do is you got to realize everything that you've um, made money that it isn't. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yeah. Awesome. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So let's kind of take a look. So the way that I think about money is just that it's a, like you said, hon, it's like a tool and it's an energy. It's an energetic address. Right. And there's a book that I really I'm diving into these days in access called the um, uh, Being Money. I think it's called the Be Money Workbook. Uh oh, I'm bastardizing that. Somebody will save me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone in the chat room will save me. But it's basically the idea of everybody's trying to get money. Right. Instead of being money, being the frequency of money. Money wants to be of service on this planet. Money wants to change. It's a consciousness and it would like to help us change the earth. It would, it would love come to us, you know, and it is an energy of creation. It is an energy of, um, just, uh, it's just a, a very potent tool on our planet. And anything other than that, anything you think it's going to give you is a caca poo poo. Right. Money is something that we partner with. And this is something that we're going to be talking about where Suzanne and I have an eight week money course uh, starting next week. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about is like how how you can invite money to partner with you, because everybody's got this idea. Well, I need money so that I. Right. Mm -hmm. So how many I need money so that I. And when you do that, you actually start throwing yourself in that jail instead of, oh, cool, this is something I want. I want to move to um, London, right? And how can I invite money to par partner with me? And oh, by the way, while money's coming to partner with me, I'm going to be taking action. I'm going to be in creation, right? And so there's a way that it's like 
if you can think about this, guys, so just for a moment, imagine that you have $20 million in your bank account, okay? And imagine waking up knowing that you have $20 million. What is your frequency? What is your energetic address? How do you feel? Who are you being? Who are you being that you're not being right now? <laughs> How many choices do you give yourself through the day that you're giving yourself right now? Mm-hmm. Right? And so I want you to start feeling into who do you be with $20 million in your account? What do you let yourself choose with $20 million account in your account? And and everywhere that you're waiting for money to be all of that, can you uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And so what I what we would love you to do is to get out a piece of paper and pen if you can, is we're gonna give you some home play. We're doing um uh life, love and all things weird classroom today. And we'd like you to write, because we're going to do a little assignment to help you get the energetic freak, the energetic, what do you call it, the energetic address? Yeah, the energetic address. Yes, for what money is for you. Because everything is created in energy before it's a thing. We bring the frequency in. We bring the energy of something in before it is, we bring it into reality. So there's a frequency that you tuned into when you thought about yourself with $20 million, okay? It has nothing to do with the $20 million. It has to do with who you're being. So what is the energy of that? It's kind of like uh, when Suzanne talked about passion and flow. Like that was her energetic address for a while of how Mm -hmm. she was, where she was coming from to Mm -hmm. create and partner with money. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so get out your paper if you guys haven't and and actually do this with us um, and think about, and then let's just go on break now. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Do, 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 do. Okay, so um, <laughs> we we were a little clunky there at the going to the break. Um we wanted to have you start looking at what is that frequency? What is that address of like what the state of being and the energy that you want to be living your life from that you um, that that money gets to be a part of, not that money will give you or create for you. And then we want you to write a, like some lines underneath that. And we want you to think about what are three choices you could make that could bring in that frequency, right? So it's like um, somebody in the chat room was saying that they were playing with uh, being, I don't know, I think it was $100 million or something. Like, what would it be like to be $100 million, right? And and what is that energy? And what would I choose? What would I let myself choose that I'm not letting myself choose. And I think it's super interesting that this whole call started out with this choice conversation, hun, because it really is, um, as I'm just being with this right now, it's like, it's like what the difference between where we are right now and where we want to be with money is what we haven't let ourselves choose yet. Mm-hmm. We're, we're waiting for money to help us choose that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, it's just plain old ridiculous, isn't it? It is. It's kind of back to your freedom thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm always, always trying to go after freedom as if you aren't free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, so what have you not let yourself choose that you're waiting to choose it when you have money? Mm-hmm. everything that is times a godzillion can we uncreate and destroy it please yes right wrong good bad pot and pock all nine boys short and beyonds 
Wow. Hmm. <laughs> what do you, there's something coming up here. What is it that you are waiting for money to give you permission for? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're waiting for money to give yourself permission for? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And anything that doesn't allow you to know that you can be and choose anything in any moment, right, starting right now, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Becky was right on topic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Lori in the chat room was just saying that um, she was considering that what her energetic uh, address was and the word full came up. And I'm wondering, I don't know, um, like I, I feel like some people get the idea that because they can't create money, they're broken. And so then if they could, if they could have that money, then they would feel whole or they would feel full. And so it's like they're forever looking for money to feel whole. Um, Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm getting Mm -hmm. here, kind of the thread Mm -hmm. that I'm pulling? It's like it's not even – it's like, you know, because the society has uh, so much significance around money that if you are challenged by it – there's something really deeply wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like you're broken. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the energy I've been reading in all this six-figure nonsense that's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is like it, there's this energy called like we're successful and you're not, so you better come to yes. classroom to learn the right way to do this because you're just a bum if you can't yeah. do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's something really wrong with you and there's something broken about you. And so come choose our program or our system so that you can become unbroken. And it's Christine in the chat room said, oh, that's a good one. Broke equals I am broken, question mark. Like we say, oh, I'm so broke when we don't have money. That's what we say. A lot of people, mm-hmm. right, which is basically mm-hmm. getting down to that fear in so many of us of like, I am just broken. I'm wrong if I can't create money in this reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I love what Rhonda said too. Definitely has elements of separation energy, right? It's like mm-hmm. if you say broken, you're separating something from itself. Mm-hmm. If you think about breaking a stick, you're separating it from itself. Mm-hmm. So when we say we're broken, we're separating from ourselves. Yeah, so when we're saying we're we're broke, we're saying the same thing. So all the energy, (laughs) there's just a little bit of energy on this. (laughs) (laughs) So let's clear Uh, it. Yeah. So everything, everywhere you bought the lie that you were broke, broken, (laughs) you were broken with money or broken with any part of you, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, yes. good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Mm-hmm. So Lori Ooh. described here what she felt. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, she said it was like if ha- it was like having money, I would finally feel full. 
And it's like the money would fill me up too energetically and I would have to do something about it or it would be my undoing. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So everywhere where that energy is too much or too big or if you actually had all that money, you would be over the top and you might explode. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Or mm-hmm. explode the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine sorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. Yeah, so do we we want to give people back to the journaling process. Mm-hmm. We didn't really finish that. Mm-hmm. Wanna, you want to lead that out, honey? Um, well, I can't remember the six things that you were wanting. So, <laughs> okay. That part. All right. So basically what we want to talk, talk about doing, and, and Paula, you led us in this direction. You said, um, how can I feel and be free and peaceful right now? Beautiful. So what I would say, what I like to do is I love the energy, space, and consciousness questions. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be? to be the totally free and peaceful being I truly be, right? And everything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Uh, or, you know, so it's like being something is also a choice. And in the realm of energy, you can be something because you choose to be it. So, like, just right now, choose to be money, And just notice what that feels like. Choose to be free. Because you are an infinite being. You are already free. Nothing external to you is going to make you free. If you think it is, it becomes jail, right? So what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be the infinitely free being I truly be? Okay? So in this exercise, we're looking for what are three choices that you can choose to be the energetic address you wish to be and also what are three actions three choices that you can make that will bring those frequencies about mm-hmm. you know so for me like um with freedom it's like when i um move my body I notice that I feel way freer in every aspect of my life. It's a choice that I can make that produces that energetic address of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And and this kind of comes back to something we talked about in our money series where we talked about be, do, have. Like anything you want to have, you've got to first be it. And we've kind of put that bath backwards, right? We're waiting to have something, to be something. So one of the best ways to begin to create uh, and expand your money flows is to look at that energetic address and call in those frequencies. How can I be more free? Whatever that is for you. For some people, it's creative, right? It's like, oh, I'd be, I'd let myself like, you know, just paint all day or whatever it is. It's like awesome. So how can you be more creative? Oh, and then the action could be, what could you do today to express your creativity? Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is so funny. I'm going to tell on myself. So so um, if you go to my Facebook page, Megan Silito, I'm having a 21-day challenge where I'm calling it Write and Roll. And it's about expression and movement together, like expressing your body and expressing your creativity. And basically, um, every day I'm writing at least 500 words and I'm moving my body for 30 minutes. And there's all kinds of people playing and they've they've adapted it to their own. I think we have uh, a Zumba and painting 
somebody doing that. I thought about painting and bouncing, but it, it really is, that whole thing is about being a frequency, creating a frequency. So on your piece of paper is like, what is it that you can choose to be that will bring that frequency in? And what can you choose to do? What actions can you take to bring that frequency in? And how can you practice being that frequency and make that your target rather than this whole six-figure dealio? Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there's nothing. I have I I have this 90 day game that I do called Play Your Way to Money, and and some people in the game, and I do it sometimes in the game too. I go, oh, wouldn't it be fun to see if I can make a hundred thousand dollars in three months? And it's a game for me. It's not like a, it has no like clunky clunk in it, right? Um, but I actually think it's super fun to kind of go, what would it take to make nine hundred ninety nine nine thousand dollars? Right. And like and so to kind of play with getting out of the constructs of, okay, Mm -hmm. six figure is the goal, because then you enter that collective. Um, The other thing with that is when we go, when you go for something that the collective is going for, you're playing in a huge pool of energy. What's beyond that? Like what not very many people are going for seven figures. So there's actually more space energetically there right and again it's not about seven figures but it's like kind of what is beyond that what is the energy you wish to be what is the lifestyle what is the life and living that you want and sure that's going to require money but the goal is life and living not the money mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Whew, i love it so, yeah, and for we mentioned it earlier, but we are starting a, a course, an eight-week course called Money Magic, Money Mastery. It starts next Thursday, so you can still get in on it. It's three ninety-seven for eight weeks. It's an online program where we're doing tons of awesome stuff weekly, and um, we have like eight secrets of how we created this last year with all of our awesome uh, travel and uh workshops and everything in addition to creating a whole ton of savings as well. So I will post the link and check it out. And uh, we will see you next week um, for some more fun and weirdness. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.